Hi. Hello. I'm Julian. I'm Dom. And we are Team Vinch. And you are here for episode six of season one or the only season of the after party. I think I actually did see something. They are doing a season two. Oh, are they really? Don't know how. Maybe it's still Danner as a detective doing another thing. Don't know. They're going to stuff Xavier and throw him off the balcony again. <laughs> it's a prequel, maybe. This is Zoe's episode. Mm-hmm. If you felt like it looked like a cartoon, you're on the right episode. <laughs> because what we watched, not this evening, but this week in preparation, is a cartoon. <laughs> Tom, let's hit this from the top. What do you think of cartoons, just in general? I don't, I don't mind cartoons, seemingly as much as you do not. What's the best cartoon you've ever watched? Uh, say I'm- it on three. One, two, three, Bluey. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Bluey's pretty dope. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I think like modern day cartoons, like I can watch Rick and Morty. It's just so weird and off the wall and very smart and clever with what it does. But it is definitely a cartoon. I, I enjoy like a, an anime every once in a while. Okay. Um, but th- this is a different, this is a different style. They're just, they, they, as opposed to all the other mind movies we're doing like tropes of romantic comedies or tropes of thrillers sure. or whatever. This is not a trope of of any sort of cartoon. I think it's too difficult to do that because there's too many cartoons out there. I'm assuming there was a SAG actor strike and they <laughs> could not get the actors, so they just drew them on the page. Well, but this is also something once again that like Community did. Like they yes. did an animated episode. Yeah, which also didn't necessarily land or was probably my favorite. Those kind of Community ones like the right. claymation one was maybe a little fun right. but anyways i think the idea of this is in trying to do this cartoon was just to tell this story of her having like i don't know not necessarily multiple personalities but like or it's just you couldn't really do that eloquently in live action so oh, i disagree when she's sitting in the chair turning one way and turning <laughs> the other playing two parts i thought that was brilliant i didn't need a cartoon to explain to me that she has like different sides of her that we all have yes. you know mm-hmm. but before we leave this thread i just want to mention that the best cartoon in the world is bluey yeah if you have children or you're an adult if you're alive <laughs> watch bluey it's on disney uh seven minute episodes they will make you laugh they will make you cry they will teach you about life it is a brilliant cartoon i love watching it with my kids I would watch it alone. I'd do a podcast about it. I think I'm on record saying I'd do a podcast about Bluey. Yeah, and they're Australian, so they got the great little accents, and the kids are adorable. Oh, it's so good. Give it a go. It's so good. All right, well, let's dive into this. Before we dive into it, which doesn't make any sense for what I just said, I'd like to thank those of you that reached out to us. Uh, We did get some theories. Some people think that this is all a big accident, that maybe there was some mm-hmm. slippage on some ambiotic fluid. Am- Barrett? Am- Barrett, I'm talking to you. <laughs> His podcast at this point is specifically for Barrett. <laughs> We're just talking to him. Uh, no, yeah, some ideas. I think there was some, like, I don't know if Danner slipped or there was water on the ground. So there's potential ideas of maybe that's where Gen 2 went. Her okay. water broke. So that's where, you know, maybe she's hiding somewhere. I'll go she on escaped. record as saying the puddle on the ground, I believe, is from the beer that is stacked on a neek while he's passed out on the ground. Because okay. when he comes to, in some of them, he's like, they stacked beer cups on him and it spills everywhere. Okay. But anyways, keep sending us your theories. Well, you and can... there's there's also some theories through, um, was it Quiet Heather and Mr. Shapiro? Because I don't think we saw them in this episode. I think they have been making out or... Having coitus in other episodes. Having coitus, yeah, in other episodes. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. This is a podcast for children. You can't use the term coitus. 
Parents, please explain to your children what coitus is <laughs> at this moment. We'll wait. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you and some of our listeners. I don't know what's happening with Quiet Heather, Heather and Professor Shapiro. Uh, maybe, you know, there's a lot of background stuff in this cartoon episode, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself a pass that maybe I just didn't caught it, catch it. That's a great way to say that uh, because my eyes were rolled in the back of my head for most of this episode. Not a cartoon. Um man. What? Not a cartoon man. Not a cartoon. No. Well, you're not a cartoon man. Okay. Like they, that's what Thank we're you. establishing. The comma when you said that was in the wrong spot and I got confused. I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. There it is. There it is. So this is Zoe's episode. And we talk about, she talks about the you inside you and how uh, sometimes you wonder about who you became and who you were supposed to be and... Mm-hmm. All this, I don't know, midlife crisis stuff. I'm <laughs> way past midlife, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, but we drop into her mind movie, which is a cartoon, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved every moment of it. That's interesting because the outline just says cartoon dumb. dumb. What would you say the style of animation on this? This is like a Phineas and Ferb type, like yeah, like every like that. everything's crazy exaggerated and like. Yeah, I don't know if I was a big fan of this type. Like, one of the things I watched recently was um, Arcane that was on Netflix. I think it like it's following like League of Legends. I don't know, like it's kind of arc uh, um, anime mixed with like digital. Okay, and it's like really cool because it's like cell shaded, but like it looks really really good. I think Marvels did something similar to it uh, with their What If series okay. on Disney Plus. Um, but I say that just to say like I like more of that animation that's a little bit more kind of realistic and not as stylized sure. as they do on this one. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I love cartoons, Tom. <laughs> the only thing I noticed is we cut to this mind movie. It's her entering the reunion, and there is a milk carton on the floor that has a missing Gen 2 on it. That's pretty funny. And that's the last time I paid attention to the background or the details in the background. Now... So it's funny you say that was the last time because even this one time you didn't do it very good because it didn't say Gen 2. Oh, it didn't? It said Gen 3. Who's Gen 3? Don't know. But the idea of their... Pen- I got the number wrong? Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. The, the That's idea- why you're the gumshoe <laughs> yeah. and I'm just the rookie detective. <laughs> uh, the idea that there was three Jennifers in this clique um, and that one of them went missing. Um, I, I don't know if we want to meet this third one. Yeah, maybe. Well, now my main suspect is this Gen 3 that I didn't know existed until five (laughs) seconds ago. Zoe's giving us her backstory. She spent 10 years as an art teacher, an administrator, and now she's the vice president. And she... So, like, as she's saying this, she's, like, walking the halls of the school. She mentions, like, I feel like I never left because she never really did leave the school. Um, But one of the... There's a poster on the wall that says, like, Scape Diem, formerly Sconicles Scarnia. That was apparently their original name. Sconicles, like of Scarnia? No, no, so no like it just Chronicles says... Chronicles of Narnia, but with a ska? It says, the Sconicles Scarnia. Okay. There's no of, I looked, just to make sure. All right. But I feel like this was just leftover ska puns that they had when they did the YouTube sure, videos. Sure. And they just re- uh, recycled it here. Good for them. <laughs> Fun Zoe tries to make an appearance, and this whole episode is like alter egos upon alter egos, mm-hmm. and... 
I don't know. I'm the same person all the time. Just <laughs> real sad and real fun. So, do you think this kind of plays that? And I'm just going to get it to it now, as opposed to the end of the episode. Like the idea that she has kind of multiple personalities, or there's like all these different personalities in all of us, and just like at certain times you blow up and you become the angry person, or you're the mom protective bear, or whatever. Like at the end, she kind of mentions that, like, hey, this could have been nobody. This could have been all of us. Like, it just kind of depends on like your perspective and all that, or which how is you what tell this the story. Yeah, she says. how you tell the story, and that's what this is kind of doing. So, I think what this is kind of setting up is the idea that she very clearly has these different personalities that are coming out in her mind movie. But I think the argument is that every other character that we've seen a mind movie for does as well. So it's kind of like just because she has like this like super angry rage side doesn't mean that she's the only one capable of murder there's likely other characters that we've met that have this same side that could potentially be the killer okay uh that all makes sense to me um here's where my thought is either someone pushed him off the balcony and that person's a murderer or he fell off on his own and there's no murderer I don't really understand the, like, we're all capable of it or none of us could pay people. Like, depending on how you tell the story. She says that. She's like, depending on how you tell the story, it could be blah, 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 blah. And I am I believe in facts. <laughs> I, would, I would like to believe in facts. I don't know if someone shoved him or not. Well, no, I agree. I'm, I guess I'm just mentioning that, like, all the people we've met don't necessarily seem like the, you know, picture of a murderer. So like any something can happen to anybody that can kind of click. Um, like you can have that rage in you, like you weren't coming to the party to murder Xavier, right. but it kind of happens. And I right. think that's kind of what it's saying. Yeah. No, I believe I, I believe you are correct. Um, not me or you though. We're not capable. No, mm-hmm. no, we're loving not, souls. We are friendship, lies, chlorine. Those are our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you for hitting that at the top. <laughs> we find out that Zoe hasn't been fun since she got pregnant, which. I don't know what to say about that. I don't think I'm allowed to comment on that. Uh, but she does steal Walt's cup as she walks by him. You like, She like steals someone's drink, and it's Walt, and he mutters something, and then we move on. We She then pulls out her list, and I went through this list, and I wrote everything down. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time because I'm a terrible typer. Here are all the things she had on her list to do. Do something embarrassing. See the sunrise, take an Instagram-worthy skinny arm pic with the gens, kiss someone new, look for secret spot for tasteful graffiti, <laughs> ignore gluten intolerance just for tonight, and that's why there's all these pictures of her like eating bread, like oh yeah, little bread. doodles, yeah, yeah. It imbibe straight from the bottle, which yeah, more power to you. <laughs> Quit worrying about Maggie, so ignore your child. Yeah, that's good. Learning that one. Jab something small from Xavier's house, and small is in parentheses. Eat lots of bread. We're back to that. Allow a single man to ask for my number. Okay, so that was the list originally, and I thought I wrote everything down, but then later on she pulls the list again at the helicopter. Like her alter ego's like, no, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is on the list. And so added to the list, and I don't know if this happens through the night. I don't know if it was just... I mean, all these things are from her imagination. I think it's a camera pan. I just don't think they got to the bottom of the note. I think they just see it when they get to the chopper. Okay, well, that's fine. Eat an edible. 
See, okay, well, when I looked at this too, like it says eat lots of bread and then it says eat an edible. And I think when I looked at it, like they're in the same spot. I almost feel like that's a continuity error. No, or I think this is because it's something from our imagination. So it doesn't necessarily have to, it's fluid. Like it, like the, the list changed based uh, okay. on her like persona. Um, there's no such thing as facts, Tom. Um, <laughs> eat an edible, steal a centerpiece because they make a comment about steal a centerpiece as they're walking in. She's like, "Oh, steal a centerpiece," but then when you see the list, steal a centerpiece is not on there. So uh, I just okay. think I, see I think there's some like I don't know, fun Zoe, normal Zoe. Maybe they have different lists and those things like yeah, okay, flow in and out. I like that idea. Uh, do an activity I've never done before. That's what she points out for the helicopter. Effortlessly chug a light beer. And this whole list was torn in half because the Uber driver, I guess, saw it and judged her. And then she carries around a roll of tape, which and she's I guess a teacher. the teachers do. Uh, does your mom carry around a roll of tape? Yep. Roll of tape and stick of glue. Always. Roll of tape and stick of glue. <laughs> and a little packet That's of glitter. Great. And this is the moment where we come back to the present. And Danner is watching Zoe spin back and forth in her chair, like doing the voices like fun Zoe and then normal Zoe. And she explains it as she is. Uh, it was like dramatizing her inner conflict. Dramatizing <laughs> internal conflict. And that was funny. That you had to laugh funny. at that, right? That was <laughs> funny. Danner, I mean, Danner's funny. She's like, do I need to be worried about this? Like, she's like, no, I'm just doing, do I need to be worried about that? Like, and this is then when Anik comes in and drops his phone off. What I did not need from this show is and i don't know i shows i guess assume we're dumb like <laughs> you see him put his phone down yeah but then he leaves the room and they have to do a cut and show us him leaving his phone and, yeah and you're like i don't need that i saw he was and for those people that don't notice it they don't deserve to know <laughs> that's that secrets for us that pay attention well i would i would say that on like a regular show yeah you you probably need to do that just to like remind the audience of what happened and granted it just happened seconds ago because i cut and then show it but i think for this show i agree they shouldn't have done that because this is like a detective show the idea is you're supposed to be paying attention to the details right and like if he said he put his phone there hit rewind and go back and look at it yourself you shouldn't have to be you know, shown the idea. And I think that's in general, just like the idea of like, I don't mean to like disperse here, but like good television versus bad television is like showing, not uh, telling right. kind of a thing. Like right. you shouldn't have to like tell it. And like, you don't necessarily have to show us that he did this because you already did. Good. Yeah. I can see you hate this episode too. <laughs> good. I've got you back. <laughs> Jasper and Anik are listening to uh, his phone and the phone is dying, which we've all been. We all mm-hmm. have lived this nightmare before. He makes a quick mention to him, like when Jasper's phone is like under, I think at that point it was like 15% or something. He kind of says like, how do you live? Like, are you a psycho? How do you live? Yeah. Which I thought like was kind of a quick throwaway line. Like again, Jasper's still at the top of my list in terms of potential murderer. And the fact that uh, his best friend is calling him a psycho, even if it's kind of like backhanded, it's kind of interesting. Oh, okay. So you think he's capable of taking a life simply because he doesn't <laughs> always keep his phone above 30%? No, I'm saying, I'm just saying that even that's his what I heard, friend... And that's what I'm going to believe because <laughs> truth is relative. So that's what I'm going to believe. Okay. My truth is that that's what you said. Fair enough. All right. Um... They go and try and find a charger. Is this the point where they both put an earbud and they like separated beeps and they come back together? <laughs> yeah, we got okay, we gotta we gotta do this together. And he, listen, just just let me watch Yasper and Anik <laughs> pal around and then 
like let Danner ask questions. Those are the things I enjoy most about this show. Yeah, it's kind of like let Ted and Beard talk. You know, let them <laughs> yeah. let them cook. Uh huh. Anyway, she runs into Brett back in in the cartoon land. Um, they start talking, and then Brett just does the the <laughs> fart noise, and she's like, "That's what he sounds like. He sounds like." Oh, so you met him? Yeah, so you met him. I do appreciate the animation, though. It literally just changes his face to a big butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't do that not in a cartoon, right? You can't make a, a person's face into a butt. Dude, in they real were life. they were doing that in like Ren and Stimpy days. They can, mm, you can do that. Ren and no, there's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. <laughs> I did protest its uh, production when I was younger, though. Oh, did you? Um, you want to expand? No, Elaborate? not at all. Okay. It's another change.org position? Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was your first change.org position yeah, 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 before yeah. it was a thing. But you had to go on church Reddit boards <laughs> in order to really get them canceled. <laughs> Anyways, he, she runs into Anique. Anique's adorable, according to her, but fun Zoe does not like Anique. No, you didn't have time for it. No. Did you notice, so one thing I caught in this one is fun zoe wears the leather jacket and normal zoe wears the normal dress Mm -hmm. which i commented on in like the second episode but then i went back and i'm pretty sure she's in the leather jacket and everything so i think it was like fishnet stockings or whatever i think that was the brett episode she had like fishnet yeah so i think brett was trying to make her more like rock star if you will anyways i think i'm gonna get a red leather jacket (laughs) to match your brown brown black jacket yeah they never have too many leather jackets, especially for somebody who lives in Arizona. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> Fun Zoe doesn't like Anique, and she wants to smash mouths with something. <laughs> Was this a subtle reference to the best band that's ever played music? Hey, man, you're an all-star. Smash mouth? Yep. Name one other song. <sighs> nope. <laughs> yeah, we got him. I know. There's got to be one or two others, right? Oh, sure. There's the Shrek one. Was that them? Somebody I think it was All Star. Or is that All Star? I think it's All Star. All right. Hey, write us at teambingepodcast at gmail.com. Please let us know all your favorite Smash Mouth songs. <laughs> we'll read them on air. And now for traffic. She doesn't keep up with the gens. Oh, she goes in to get her name tag and she finds out they're all pregnant. So they must not be that close. Like, is that? No. And I don't think, like, they were probably high school chums, if you will. And then at this point, you assume they follow each other on social media kind of a deal. Tom, our only friends are high school chums. <laughs> I know. But we like our high school chums. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> I like you. Um, she Oh, she walks into the auditorium and we get this weird, like, Everyone looks at her sad, and I was like, uh, okay, so everyone knows she's going through a divorce, and this is all of them feeling sad that she's going through a divorce? I'm wondering if it's just like, because, yeah, we don't know how, like, public this divorce is or this potential affair. That's what this scene paints for me. Yeah, like, everybody, like, changes to puppy dog eyes, and they're looking at her weird, but the assumption is that... You know, if it's if it's probably somebody that just had a divorce, like it's probably not a big deal. But it's the fact that it's Chelsea and Brett, like all three people that everybody here at the high school reunion know and probably know of some of the dynamic back in high school. Mm. That's why they're probably maybe looking at her a little bit more strangely than somebody else that just has a divorce. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I've been desensitized by Michelle Lasso, but <laughs> I just I I don't know that divorce is something that everyone gets real sad about for like a high school acquaintance. No, I don't know. Probably not. Anyways, people should just stay together until they die. 
I'd like to go on record. <laughs> oh, you, you've you been on record multiple times. Oh, all right. Well, Walt is singing at this time. <laughs> I tried to look up the lyrics to this. Oh, this wasn't a real song. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought maybe it was. So I spent some time on, as you like to call it, the Google machine. <laughs> and I came up with no answers. But I'm sure my algorithm's all wrong because I searched things like, what, yeah, Tom? It's like... Going to the club and having sex. The DJ is my pillow and the music's my bed. <laughs> I I don't know. I for sure thought there was a dumb song out there that he was singing. I mean, I think it's just like, I don't know if this was actually him saying it, if this is Zoe just like putting this on him, but like just him being alone and him listening to music and pretending the pillow is his DJ and the bed is the music. Like, it's just, again, more laughing at Walt, but just not giving us anything to like feel sorry for him it's well so this is zoe's recall so as she walked up on stage she was like some guy i don't know his name was singing and this was what he was saying i wasn't paying attention do, but we saw walt singing at one point do we know it? he was actually singing i didn't go back do i you didn't remember? know he was singing something different than what he was singing here he was right. not singing this i right. think in his deal or whatever other one i think it was a real song this one is i think just parody i would like to say that i felt like this show would do the thing where we see like repeats of what happens mm-hmm. in terms of like Obviously, when there are several witnesses to events, it's like a proven thing that they're all they're, they tell slightly different versions. Yep. In all of these re- retelling, it's very they never like like speak the same language. There's there's right. not like hey when she said this like and I think it's evident when like they run into Chelsea in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's version of that interaction, those people that were there is very different than like Chelsea's own. Um, and, uh, well, maybe it's not because Anique's and Zoe's is very similar. I think it just depends on like the, it depends on the scene. It depends on the character because like certain scenes for certain characters are going to be much more memorable. But if it's somebody else that you don't like care about or like whatever, like Brett's, uh, runnings with Chelsea, he didn't care. Like Brett just saw her as like a drunk or whatever. And like what she was saying right. to him, like, I don't think he cared, but because this was, yeah, part noises, but because like, Zoe and Chelsea running into each other because of their like history and like the affair and all that kind of stuff. Like that interaction is likely more truthful in terms of how it went down. Uh, my would be my assumption because it's more impactful for that character. I'll give you an example. And, and I, I'm with you. Um, no one else witnesses Jasper sing a single song and Jasper's whole episode was songs. <laughs> yeah. So Jasper is a liar and a murderer. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the <it>. conclusion. <laughs> Uh, speaking of liars and murderers, Zoe's singing Cher, I believe, if I could turn back time. Yep, classic. Okay, I only know that because we talked about it in another episode. Did you Otherwise... go? Did you finally go back and watch the music video? I think you made me watch it, where she's on the Navy ship, yep. and uh, <laughs> she's wearing an outfit that I can only be described as, um, back in the day, I would have protested that outfit on the church Reddit boards. Or it's, it's, like, boards. Uh, it's like the Borat bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've never seen Borat, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anique, oh, if we get a piece of Anique's rap, which is great. His yeah. cartoon rap mm-hmm. about everyone be responsible. And um, Zoe likes Anique's rap, but mm-hmm. fun Zoe wants a sexy rock star. Yeah, we see Xavier come in with his ridiculous animation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> look terrible. He looked like a Disney cartoon. Um, <laughs> then we're back in the present, and... Anik is like, oh, because he's listening to this whole retelling. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought she was singing to me. The whole if I could turn back time thing. 
And this is this happened before, right? Didn't we get another thing where like Anik kind of like said like uh, he's like, oh, I thought I was competing, or he was competing yeah. with me, and mm-hmm. and I wasn't. We weren't competing at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's probably because Anik was on drugs this whole time, <laughs> or on cat uh, cat tranquilizers. <laughs> like, so like, uh, I'm not surprised his recollection is a little bit different than little all the other ones he has to mm-hmm. listen to. We're back in the mind movie, and Xavier is trying to figure out the character laugh mm. for his next big role. What do you think his next big role is? I'm assuming it is Yahtzee 2. <laughs> you yachts to be kidding me, or whatever he <laughs> yeah. says, whatever. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Uh, as people that recently played Yahtzee, Tom, what is a, what's a Yahtzee movie about? Is this like a Jumanji spinoff, but <laughs> they're just chased by dice? What, what's yeah, they, they roll the dice and then they get sucked in. I don't know. To they, the Red Cup? To the, oh, the Red Cup of Doom. Um, I don't I don't think there's any possible All right, well, take your time. We're sense. not going to get off the subject until you give us a hard 30 <laughs> okay. uh, of a synopsis of what a Yahtzee movie looks like. I do like what they did here, though, because it's like... I think it was either Anik's perspective. He looks at the table and in his mind movie, he sees them laughing. His assumption is, oh, they're having a good time. They're like getting along and all this, but it's not. It's literally Xavier just trying to like fake laugh and her doing a fake laugh. So it's like, it's all fake. So my question is, is um, Xavier purposefully doing this so that like, he's like, whoever's watching is going to see Zobia and I having a, having a fun time or is he really working on the laugh for Yahtzee too? And I bring this up because <laughs> you make a great point because you're like, Hey, from other people's perspectives, always mm-hmm. yucking it up with Xavier. I think about Michael Scott leading the meeting and he's like, Hey, let's just all start by clapping because <laughs> yeah. he wants people that are looking from the outside to think they're clapping for him. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, let's just clap to get things started. <laughs> That's what I thought about when, this happened i like the idea my my only thing would be i don't think xavier is that smart or like is thinking Guy's any a further media mogul he's got to have some <laughs> you're right he is really dumb <laughs> no but good point he laughs like uh the hyenas from lion king that's, yeah that that's was... what i assumed he was practicing for yeah. lion king too yeah Jasper comes in and steals Xavier away. That's when anik sits down and he makes zoe laugh for real mm-hmm. i hope these kids wind up together as murderers <laughs> the brett and zoe slideshow begins and that was pretty funny she's like i am not ready for this <laughs> they jump back to the present jasper's trying to talk anik up he's like listen man you're coming off like like uh sensitive mm-hmm. and amazing he's doing what a good friend would do which yeah. is when your friend makes a mistake try and pretend like they didn't make a mistake or mm-hmm. don't look foolish yeah find the find the good in the mistake sure sure they then find a charger, which is on a bookshelf, and <laughs> I couldn't help but look at the books on the bookshelf. Yeah, what did you find? Okay, so Wicked Prey is a John Sanford book, and I want to say I've read this book. Oh, yeah? On, like, you ever been on vacation where they have, like, a bookshelf at the hotel or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and it's, like, take it, read it, leave uh-huh. it, whatever, or, like, swap one out? This is, like a like, a very generic, like hard-nosed detective novel where he's a guy that like he created some sort of software so he's a millionaire but he's also a detective yeah so he doesn't have like bills to pay but he also gets to solve crime it's one of those like clever authors like how do i how do i get him not have to do the normal things in life (laughs) but also he can be cool and solve crime yeah that's wicked prey if i'm wrong you can write me at (laughs) team bitch 
Team Bitch Podcast, or do you want me to give your personal? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to give a fake one because I don't want to know, but um, Team Binge Podcast at gmail.com works or mm-hmm. at Team Binge on Twitter. Nope. Anyways, <clears throat> the other one is Insurgent. Which is a that was the only one I noticed because that was like the gold like lettering almost it kind of shined on screen. So it's a young adult, dice, nope, dystopian, dystopian. Yeah, I got there. <laughs> dystopian. I can spell it, but I can't say it. Dystopian is a uh, knockoff vacuum brand. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's that's very true. And the insurgent was turned into a movie, and it stars one. Former fiance to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what is her name? It doesn't Do you know matter it? because Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if I care as much about Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about Aaron Rodgers either. Gosh, She's actually a really name. good actress. She was in a um, she was in a movie, and I'm going to insert this in robot voice, where she is stuck on a boat uh, that is sailing between like Hawaii and somewhere oh it's the it's the uh it's the the jamie it's the dorian guy from uh 50 shades of gray she was stuck on a boat with that guy right no she's stuck on the guy that's in x-men he plays like beast in x-men oh that guy yeah let's just keep trying to figure this out all right i got her name it's uh shailene woodley shailene woodley shailene woodley don't even need robot voice why do you have getty detective novel in here oh you wrote it down man i wrote getty detective novel (laughs) apparently oh do you need to cut this? Gritty. Ha! I'm supposed to say gritty. <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting all this. I wrote um, down minute 28. I'll clean all this up. The movie was Adrift. Adrift. And the gentleman that she was on the ship with was Sam Clayfin, who plays Richard Sharp. Uh, I don't think he was Beast. Uh, she was in Mockingjay. She was in the Hunger Games movies. Or not she was. He was. Sorry. All this is going to be cut he's out. Finne- he's Phineas. Phineas and Hunger Games. Phineas. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb in Hunger Games. Yep. <clears throat> We got have fun, there. Have fun editing that. Oh, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> Should we just start from the top? It's up to you. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll fix it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gen one asked them not to unplug her phone. Yeah, and well, there's the, fo- the yeah, phone was ahead. at the phone was at twenty eight percent, I think. And, and they what have is that- society's what is the number that you're not allowed to unplug someone's phone at? They say thirty. I, I, I think that's too low. You I think that's un- too low. I wouldn't unplug someone's phone at thirty. I wouldn't unplug someone's phone, but I'm just yeah. a polite individual. I feel yeah. I mean, I guess thirty is good a number as any. Um, but yeah, I, I do appreciate the back and forth, and like he's got five. It's like, oh, this is an emergency. I've got five, whatever. But she's like, Gen two, maybe dead <laughs> and alone, <laughs> and they're like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I guess it depends on what time of day it is. Like, if this is, you feel like you're going to be home in time to plug your phone in. But something tells me these guys have no idea when they're going to be done at this house. So. I don't think I ever have that issue. I. I Charge my phone every night. I feel like I go to bed. My phone's probably got about 60%. I'm fine. Well, that's because you always have the best phones. It's true, man. And I have an Apple phone where they put a program on there where the battery (laughs) slowly gets worse and worse and worse. After two years. And one day I'm going to get my $2 from that class action action lawsuit. (laughs) 
The Mind Movie. We're back with Anik and Zoe. They're discussing her mural. Um, we have a real nice like back and forth here. We're kind of like Anik is like being very like Anik and, yeah, and kind and, and well hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea shows up. She's a hot mess. So in this recalling, she is drunk. And hers, she like purposefully uh, got rid of Anik. And this one, she just comes off as. Mm-hmm intoxicated and this is where we get tiny rage zoe tiny rage zoe pops out of her eye and just goes hog wild on i i guess so she doesn't get violent with chelsea but she what she must like yell at her what is what is the real life equivalent of tiny rage zoe like what happens here because tiny rage zoe jumps on chelsea and real zoe leaves but really that's a representation of something well chelsea in her mind movie says like they actually do have a back and forth and and zoe's like it just doesn't want to talk to her i bet it's like a little bit of both where they probably do have a bit of a conversation and zoe does not want to talk to chelsea but probably does do a little like like get super angry and like kind of yells at her like very sternly says sure. like leave us alone and then they leave um but yeah i don't think she created a cloud of cartoon dust and then, and then beat her <laughs> yeah, beat her, beat her yeah. senseless the the cops would probably have issue with that they go and get some drug gummies zoe takes the whole one and anik very casually bites the smallest bit of the gummy bear <laughs> he bites the toe off the gummy bear listen the only time you ever don't put the whole gummy bear in your mouth is when you're biting off a part of the gummy bear to bite a different part off another gummy bear and to form a frankenstein gummy Ooh, bear a mega that gummy is bear. the only time you're allowed to not put the whole gummy bear in your mouth <laughs> you can at me at julian team binge something podcast <laughs> gmail boom i do appreciate that anik is like uh, so, are kids still bringing throwing stars and rubber members to uh, school? <laughs> and there's a picture of them. That's great. Was that a, was that a thing? Was I, like the kids bring sugarcane to school? No, I don't remember. Um, no, we weren't in the locker rooms where they were bringing the, the uh, rubber members. Throwing stars seem more likely to me. Um, I can tell you, I once worked a job at an industrial plant, um, and the portageon on site had a rubber member in it. Uh, one morning during the shift and guess who had to remove it Uh-oh, this guy <laughs> and i still think about it low on the totem pole man sorry uh i wasn't that low on the totem pole <laughs> well, you but, should have told somebody else to do it well part of me anyways <laughs> do you we, want won't, to do? we won't get into that <laughs> stoner zoe appears on the bleacher and she gets very flower child and anik is like oh you're really high and then he starts talking about like why he likes uh, pan or not panic escape rooms, rooms but escape rooms it's like oh they make people feel helpless and then but yeah ultimately like everybody it. everybody can rise above it and they can get out of it they can escape apparently except for the minnesota vikings they apparently suck at escape rooms was this a shot at Kirk Cousins, do you think? Who was this a shot at? Uh, don't say Culpepper, definitely. Don't say Culpepper. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go on record and say Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback, and I'm glad he's on the Vikings. I hope he sticks around for a real long time. You're welcome, Barrett. <laughs> Again, this is a Barrett <laughs> podcast. Anik, Anik admits that he had a crush on her. They have a moment. They go in for a kiss. And then who ruins all kisses? Tom? kids children <laughs> children do and if my children are listening to this in 10 years it's the truth <laughs> i'm really? not apologizing i love you both 
Maggie shows up and Mama Bear Zoe comes out. What do you think of the uh, the animation for Mama Bear Zoe? I, I like the idea of the Mama Bear Zoe just gets gigantic and the fact that it's like still growling, but then it gives it us gives subtitles. Yeah, that's great. Uh, where it's like, watch my human child while I find it, eat him. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just good. And then we go back to the present and Danner wants to know. She's all the <laughs> detective in her wants to know the most important thing about this case. Would she have kissed Anik? Well, first she says, like, yeah, it establishes, like, your mindset or whatever. Frame of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. she gives it a little bit, like, okay, I need to know this is a detective. But, like, more so, she's like, I just kind of want to know. I just want to know. That's <laughs> great. She's great. I, I enjoyed Danner 100%. Tiffany Haddish is fantastic she's and everything. wonderful. So the question, Tom, would she have kissed Anik? Yeah, of course she would. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think there's much mystery here. Nope. Solved. Detective and gumshoe at the case. That's right. We did it. Anik and Jasper are in the hall, and they think Culp is following them, which he is. <laughs> Anik's trying to hear, and then they discover the wall of props. And the only prop I recognized was, oh, this is where he talks about the Yahtzee movie. <laughs> yes, this is the Yahtzee well dice. his safari hat. Yep. There's also a, I don't know if you caught this, there's a, like, bust of, not a bust, but there's, like, a, a, a little... Go dumb. on! What about a bust? <laughs> there's, like, a dummy head that, like, is supposed to, like, hold, like, like a wig or something like that. Okay. And it's, there's nothing on it. So, again, I feel like there is a wig that has to come into play. We've got two episodes left. Well, there's a blonde wig found on the beach. That's what I'm saying, right? So, I still think that if that was on the memorabilia wall or the, the prop wall, I think that that was his... Uh, Private Eyes, Hollow Notes movie wig, because uh, we've seen him in movie posters, kind of wearing this blonde wig. That's I think somebody put on to try to pretend that they were somebody else. Uh, again, we haven't got. Gotten... You think Channing Tatum is the murderer? I don't think. No, I don't think it was Channing Tatum. I think Channing Tatum was Oates, so he had the brown hair, and Hall was uh, Xavier, who had the gold hair, blonde hair. Okay, so you think someone Chardonnay put on hair. a long blonde wig? Somebody had to put on a wig to to like hide themselves from this potential murder, right? Somebody had the motive to put that on because else – but I'm with you. We've talked about this before. There's no other blonde people in this movie. So I don't think this person is trying to frame anybody. They're just doing the scent off of themselves. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Yahtzee the movie. I can't get over how much I want to watch Yahtzee. I want to watch Dave Franco and Yahtzee the movie. I hope um, Will – Arnett? Not Arnett. Forte? Will Forte is in it with him. Or Channing Tatum, or Will Arnett. I'll take Will Arnett. <laughs> then they discover the panic room. Did you look what was in the panic room, Tom? Uh, yeah, but I want to just re- reel this back real quick. Who discovered the panic room? Yeah, uh, Yahtzee did. No, oh, okay, Yasper did. Yasper okay. Yahtzee did. Interesting. As Interesting they call him. that Mr. Yasper knows. Man, you're not only how him. to get into this uh, panic room. Also, mysteriously, just finds a red button. Does he find it or does Anik find it? No, he finds it. He's like, hey, um, look, there's a button. No, no, no. Jasper, I've mentioned, and you've brought us more and more suspicious. too much about this house. Yeah. He just knows way too much. Yep. Like, he's been there more than the four hours he charged Xavier for. <laughs> yep. Gas mask and toilet paper. That's what. Uh, that's what's <laughs> all in. Xavier was 100% a um, panic buy toilet paper guy during, the, of COVID. during yep. the pandemic. <laughs> And there's also a radio, which I thought was interesting. And we discover security cameras that you can see, mm-hmm. not sound, but footage throughout the facility. And Jasper does make the point, like, oh, this was the one room we weren't allowed in. So mm-hmm. he knew it existed. Yes. 
Well, like, just maybe he looked at the floor plan and saw that it existed, but didn't go in. Like, I don't, there is no real justification for this. I feel like he might have just, like, slipped up kind of a thing. You've known me for how many years, and you don't know where my panic room is in this no, house. and I pull every one of your books off the shelf every time I come here. Yes, you do. It's super <laughs> annoying. It takes us hours to put them back. Because <laughs> we use the Dewey Decimal System, and we've got to put them in order. <laughs> Dewey, damn you. Can you read lips? Oh, yes, of course I can. <laughs> Do you want me to do it right now? I love his attempt to read lips. He's like, okay, my teeth, my teeth. Uh, I like broth. Uh, my aunt's got weird floppies. Weird floppies. Because <laughs> she's like moving her hands over her chest. My aunt's got weird floppies. All right, this episode is kind of funny. Uh, the hamburger helper glove. Uh, just just give me a second. I could do it. He's like, just admit you can't read lips. That was great. Oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> We're back in the mind movie. Brett takes Maggie. Xavier takes Zoe on a helicopter, and this is once again where we see the modified list or fun mm-hmm. Zoe's version of the list. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Xavier in the flight over offers to let her do the album cover, <laughs> and what he wants is imagine a tiger, and the fur is made of money, and it's held by a hot baby. And I was like, all right. Alright, alright, alright. This is again where it's like it's fun in cartoon because like the way they pop right. like, oh it's a tiger, okay, this looks kinda cool, and there's money, and like this is just stupider and stupider, and the baby's got a tattoo of him on the side of his head or face or whatever. But like while he's kind of telling this, they're doing like the helicopters kind of going over, and if you pause it, there's all these different billboards. Some of the billboards are just kind of stupid, but one of them says, I think it was really funny, it says um, another one of our, another of those cloaked Easter eggs. Oh, like, that's what it said. Yeah. It said, and it literally has Easter eggs on the billboard. Oh, that's funny. So it's just funny. It's just kind of poking fun at like people like us that are pausing to sure. see what's going on here. And it's like the literal we Easter eggs. We know what you're doing. <laughs> like, Hey, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. We're in on it. <laughs> that's yeah. Funny. That's fun. Then they're uh, on the balcony of his room. We discovered that they were in plays together, which I don't know if we knew this. Did we know that Zoe was performing? We know she's an artist. Forgive she's me. An artist. No, she's an yes. artist, obviously. And But yeah, apparently did Bye Bye Birdie together. Bye Bye Birdie. Tom, what are your thoughts on Bye Bye Birdie? I'll give you at least 15 minutes. I mean, I prefer to not let things go. I'm not going to say bye. Right. So when the birdie goes by. When the birdie yeah, goes yeah. bye bye. I got sad. That's kind of when you turn it off. I like when the birdies come. Hello, hello. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my prefer- preference. But but I know you're a connoisseur of... Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I like golf-centric media as much as the next guy. I love golf plays. So Bye Bye Birdie is obviously one of my favorite ones. Second only to Hole, Hole, and One. Now, little known fact, this was actually going to be an in sync song, but then they changed it to Bye 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 instead of Bye Bye Birdie because uh, I, I they realized there. Birdie was already taken. I think a real miss. Yeah. All right, we'll cut all that. Um, <laughs> Xavier starts singing a new song, which. Oh, man. Was it all gold? Was it all bronze? I don't know. But listening to him do that, I was like, ah. Oh. If I was in a room with someone who did that, I would not know where to look. I would I not know. I got over. Being under you, are you into being under me? Turn your headphones up, people. You were out of my league, but now you're into my heart. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. 
Man, when I edit this, I'm auto-tuning your voice, and I'm going to turn that. I don't think up. you need to, bro. That was gold. No, no, no. I don't need to, but to make it like sound bad, like Xavier's. I don't uh, want it to sound too good. I love how he just like he says he says one thing, and then he just gets in his head like, "Oh, I've got to record this." Yeah. Starts his phone. Ah, oh, just just lovely. And and thank you for for letting me, you know, serenade no, our audience. No, thank you, thank you. I want to say this. So typically famous people have like an entourage. Do you find it strange that Xavier does not have an entourage? He arrives alone. Is this just like, is he just still someone no one wants to hang out with even though he's rich and famous? Do you feel like he's just not inviting his entourage because it's the high school reunion? Like, I feel like he should have a turtle. He should have a E. He should have a, I'll get there. Okay. He should have, um... Matt Dillon. Hey. <laughs> Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah, that's the one that plays the other one. Oh, okay. I think the name you're trying to think of. And he should have Turkey, I'm or assuming. Is it, it's, maybe it's not Matt Dillon. Maybe it's his brother. One of the Dillons. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Turkey. No, but I agree. That's, that's, a, that's a fair point. I think we've seen throughout this series that he is not a likable person, but that doesn't necessarily stop any sort of entourage because they're generally getting paid or enjoy the lifestyle sure. hanging out with the super rich guy. So, yeah, I think we'll just say... Maybe for the show's sake, they didn't want to have to bring in an entourage because they needed him to be alone in a bunch of sequences and that kind of jazz. But I don't know if I, if I was part of his entourage of going to their high school reunion would be uh, top of my list. Yeah. I agree with you that he's not likable, but I mean, he gets people, you know, and I think we see it in this scene because <laughs> he's like, listen, the art cover, that was just a way for you Jesus. to get you into my bedroom uh, people feel awkward asking me to make love to them, so I wanted to give you an excuse. He's like, he's caring, you know. He's he's like selfless. I would say selfless. would probably be okay. Um, That's a word. Yeah, he's a real d bag. <laughs> Look that one up, kids. <laughs> Xavier tries to kiss her in the lustful way. Yeah. Did you notice that? The oh, yeah. tongue. Allow me to demonstrate, Tom. <laughs> I demonstrated for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Uh, but that's like Danner mentioned that earlier, right? Like, how did he come at you? Oh, he likes you if he comes like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just wants to get in you, I believe, <laughs> was the phrasing. Which, it was. Look that up, kids. Uh, Brett charges in. Brett knocks over the shrimp, which mm-hmm. Xavier gets upset about, and then mm-hmm. he charges into the room. Yep. We come to the present, and the phone is at 2%. And then they discover what, Tom? We discover the red button. The and our red boy, button. Our boy Jasper discovers it again, being super, super sketch he's very well informed on the infrastructure of this house yeah tom if you had a panic room what would you put in your panic room (sighs) other than jodie foster jodie foster um Kristen stewart she in panic room i'm pretty sure she's the kid in panic room isn't she she? is the kid in panic room wow welcome okay i don't think i'd put either of them in my panic room yeah good because that's more of a murder room less of a a panic room um not that we have anything against them um i would put um i guess non the non-perishable foods that you need like some applesauce okay okay like like applesauce maybe some pudding sure um maybe a, a television Okay. I don't need security cameras. If I'm in that panic room, I'm not leaving. Right. You don't I, want to I gave up on the life. outside. Gave up on life. You're like those people that like go into the bunker because they think the world's going to end. They appear three years later and the world was just fine and yep. they wasted three years of their life. Yep. All right. So we find your, your corpse in your panic room. <laughs> Correct. Wonderful. I will not last very long on pudding and, and applesauce. Detective Culp. I actually, 
Detective Culp has not played a big like part in this show, but yeah. I did appreciate this moment with him. But it's once again, it's Jasper and Anik just being themselves. Yeah, he's like, "What are you guys listening to? You both have earbuds in, huh?" And then they've got to do the thing where they pretend like they're listening to the same music. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. You liked it. But here's what I don't get. Because Jasper turns his phone off, right? Once they leave the room. Or they leave Culp's the panic like, room. Oh, Culp's like, oh, let me listen to what you're listening. He gives him the earbud. And then Jasper's like, oh, my phone just died. It was at 2%. Because mm-hmm. Culp can't hear anything on the phone. So I'm assuming the phone died or he turned it off. Right? Yeah, I think he mentions that he turns the phone off. But but like it cuts to Jasper, and I think it's showing us that he's turning his phone off. Like, it's here's, at 2%, but it's he here's my issue, did Tom. The only reason they are listening <clears throat> to Anik's phone right now is because Anik called Jasper. Mm-hmm. Once that fer- phone turns off, ferns too, but mainly <laughs> phones, once that phone turns off, <laughs> that call is disconnected. And the only way for them to listen into that room again would be to call Anik's phone and someone to answer Anik's phone. Do they listen in anymore after this? Yeah, they listen to the rest of it. When? I think this is it. I don't think they listen to any more. I think everything else is just uh, Zoe and Danner. Cut this. <laughs> Cut this. Because like, it doesn't make sense, though. Like, If the Bluetooth disconnected and they can't hear while they're in the panic room, then the phone call would have disconnected as well. So if they would have left the room and somehow the phone call was still going, but like the Bluetooth then kicked back in. I'm pretty sure they continue the episode with the earphones in their ear listening after this. I'll go back. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. Wait, Tom? $5 bet. $5 bet. No, I'm not confident, so I'm not putting. I'm only putting bets when I'm confident. I have lost so much money to you during the course of this podcast. You're not going to give me one, one for sure. I'll give you I'll give you a five dollar bet because I'm not positive, but yeah, I'm never also mind. not. I, you know what? I'm not going to take your money from you. <laughs> I'll get I'm half of it. Probably anyways. wrong. Um, <laughs> half of it anyways. <laughs> Culp is like, oh, I have a charger, and they're like, oh, why wouldn't we ask a cop in our time of need? I don't know because of all the history. <laughs> real, what a real anti anti police vibes going on in this show. It was. I didn't I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, anyways. police are police are good people. Some of them. <laughs> We don't paint with broad (laughs) brush strokes here on the Team Binge Podcast. Oh, no. We're in trouble, Tom. We're back in the mind movie. Brett is apologizing to... Oh, she's like, he did something I'd never expect him to do. He's like, (laughs) hey, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like that. I've got some bread in me when it comes to apologizing. (laughs) I'm not good enough for you. He's like, oh, I'm going to earn back your trust. And then he's immediately lies. He's like, oh, is that a turkey or an eagle? And then he escapes. I mean, he's definitely an eagle, right? I no, mean, it had to have been an eagle. It was an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I do appreciate that. In Zoe's retelling, she says that he says that. Wasn't it his retelling where he says, like, I boot my pants? I boot my pants. <laughs> that's his and retelling. She goes, Again? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a bold choice to. That's how you present the story. Uh, well, maybe she's trying to protect his dignity. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Culp tries to uh, help Danner because he like he's like, hey, they're listening. I don't know how they're listening, but they're listening in. Mm-hmm. Danner rejects him, and so he snitches to the captain. Which I think is like, I mean, I don't know if it's fair for like Culp to like do the snitching well, behind her Culp's back. Culp's on the hook right now, right? He's yeah. not supposed to be there either. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. And I don't know why Danner was like so dismissive. Like you figured like 
as detectives, they'd be working together to try to solve this case, but she's doing it all herself and really not bringing Dan or uh, Culp into the mix at all. No, Culp's job is to find Gen 1, Gen 2, and Gen 3. Yeah, he's just round up patrol. And form them together in the Voltron. <laughs> We're back in the mind movie. Anik is drunk and playing guitar. <laughs> and she's like, why do they always bring guitars? And she's like, oh, because we like guys Kinda with like guitars. like it, yeah. yeah. And then Anik promptly passes out, shatters the guitar, and throws up, I think? Yeah, he throws up first, I think, and then passes out. But, like, in this version, he pulls down his own pants and then passes out. So As one does. <laughs> yeah. Again, I still think Xavier was the one that probably pulled his pants down, if that's what he did in the uh, um, uh, St. Patrick's Day after party thing that we saw, or just regular party. I mean, you know this. This was my yearbook quote. It's what I've got um crafted for my headstone if you're going to pass out pull your own pants down that way when you wet yourself you don't wet your pants oh, that's smart yeah that's thank smart you. well done always a thinker this guy that's where my mind grapes are at <laughs> we get the all of zoe party montage so she's like oh we could be all of us and it's like the bear and the crazy little zoe like <laughs> The rage Tasmanian monster, rage monster, all of them like doing Jaeger shots. And I like the idea fun. of this because like everything that she was trying to do in terms of like all her different personalities, like, oh, we're going to hook up with uh, uh, Xavier. We're going to hook up with this guy. Like nothing just worked or panned out like what how she wanted it for the day. So she's like, as opposed to just, you know, tucking in and leaving or whatever, I'm going to have some fun. Sure. And all of these different personalities are going to come out and we're going to do everything else on this list. Right. And, I mean, anytime turn-back time plays, unless it's on a naval ship during the <laughs> Gulf War, uh, I'm in. <laughs> she shoots the arrow that almost kills Chelsea. Yikes. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Uh, you didn't ask me what was in my panic room. Uh, one crossbone, one arrow. Okay. That's it. That's it? That's all you need? You're going to find my corpse as well. <laughs> okay. Gen a bold two. way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> Not not on purpose. Okay. It's going to be deflected off the wall. <laughs> okay, yeah, you'll just be playing with it. Oh, good shot. <laughs> good shot. Gen 2 comes around the corner uh, and then just gives uh, Zoe a big hug uh, and then just starts like seemingly going back to kind of like high school and saying like, oh, I was I was the one doing all these mean things to Chelsea. Oh, that's right. I was the real one. time now. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 this is still, this is cartoon. No, 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 this isn't a cartoon, this is, is it? This is cartoon. This they, is still they cartoon. They look so lifelike. I know, right? But yeah, so she's telling her that she was the one that was texting Chelsea all night, which, boom, I called you it. You got it. Thank give, you very give much. Give him all the internet points. However, before I give myself the internet points. We're giving you the internet points. Thank you, internet and Julian. Um, do you think this might be uh zoe kind of like deflecting and saying it is gen 2 that sent these and it might have actually been zoe sending them all and she's laying this all on gen 2 because what we know from the text messages blowing your mind i'll let you i'll let your mind heal okay (laughs) i could have gotten longer but you made me laugh um like in the text messages like the they correct your where they like send the little you know uh 
follow up text message okay. that corrects that spelling. Okay. And we've seen because that she's a ten she's year a teacher. Teacher, she has that in her. Mm. We've seen like the rage monster kind of niche in her, where she like goes like really hardcore at people. Um, she's obviously a teacher. She likely knows how some of these kids do like these texting things and all that sure. stuff. Like kind of hide your like number. Jackson with yeah, an X. With an X. Um, so I, I, I don't know. There may not be more to this, but I just thought that could be interesting if it actually was Zoe sending the text and she's kind of using this as a ruse to kind of throw Gen 2 under the bus. Listen, we said Zoe in the first episode. Yeah. So if Zoe's right, I can go back and erase <laughs> everything else we guessed during this podcast and we'll be right from the get-go. Do you think there was anything interesting of her saying that her kid is Jackson with an X? Like, is this like Xavier's love child, maybe? Listen, that might be, but I think it's just like, people that name their kid jackson with an x are a little bit obnoxious <laughs> yeah uh which is funny because i think jackson was on one of our lists of name but not with an x <laughs> with a q um <laughs> no i i'm with you that's a interesting point anything that has an x in it i'm assuming just, savior yeah. is touched in some way did you certainly n- most of the exits in the house <laughs> did you notice at some points uh when they were drinking like booze i think it was the uh uh, Zoe's like all of her different personalities. The booze they're drinking is that like uh, Xavier booze. What was it called? Oh, um, I don't know what it was called. <laughs> but no, it. I didn't notice. That's great. Yeah, I assumed it was Jaeger, but that's funny. <laughs> Zoe doesn't want any help from Gen Two. She wants to chat with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea apologizes. They have a moment, and then Scott Diem awakens an eek. Yes, the one fact that everyone knows is that Scott Diem <laughs> awakens an eek. Agreed. I want to think that at Anik's home, Scott Diem plays on his alarm clock like he did a pre-recorded thing, so he wakes up to it. So that's kind of a Pavlov uh, reaction. That's just, how that works, right? Just smart, yeah. Otherwise known as an alarm clock. <laughs> then Xavier dies. Well, he. Oh, well, we someone don't screams, know. right? Someone screams. It's the same screams we've already established, where it's Anik screaming up in the room because he sees his face. It's Gen 1 and Ned on the balcony screaming uh... because they look over and they see him. So I think we don't know exactly pinpoint time frame uh, when he actually died. But he's discovered at this point. Jen and Ned are on the lower balcony. So yes. my gut is they can't be the killers because he falls from the bedroom balcony, right? Well, I mean, again, we don't know what the timing is. Well... My issue here is, like, the main balcony is within, like, eyesight of the living room. There's a bunch of people. If they mm-hmm. tossed him off that balcony, I know, people I don't, would notice. No, I agree. I'm pretty sure he falls off of his bedroom balcony. Yes. So Ned and Gen 2 or 1 are innocent. No. I, I still think we do not know the time that he fell. All the screaming and all this stuff. he could have been killed much earlier than yes, this. Yes, absolutely. We, so we talked about this before, like when even when Brett went up there, when he was up there by himself and talking to him, like the idea of the show is like, okay, they are alone. They are up here in this room. This could have been the point. Because we also haven't really established a timeline in terms of who was the last person to see Xavier alive. And I'm sure that's just the show being the show. They can't tell us exactly who because then that would allow us to eliminate brett because if brett was up in the room uh and afterwards zoe was up in the room then we don't know time wise here's one for you the text stopped coming to chelsea after xavier is killed who disappears when xavier is killed gen 2 gen 2 is the killer you know who's not the killer ned if ned is the killer (laughs) i will rent my clothes and cover my forehead in ash i refuse to believe (laughs) that ned is the killer but 
if Gen 2 is the one sending the messages, the messages stop when Xavier dies and then mm-hmm. she disappears. Sounds like she's on a midnight flight to a country that doesn't have extradition. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not not or I'm not fully ruling out Gen 2 as well. I okay. think she could it be a wild Zoe, card. Though. We all know it was Zoe. Oh, I still think she she turns into that bear and just mauled him to death. <laughs> I didn't know there were going to be shapeshifters in this. <laughs> I do appreciate when they did shapeshift. Like, they were all five of them. They were Voltron. Like, the rage was the oh, arm. Yeah, the bear was the head. Yeah. It was great. Form of Voltron. <laughs> She's like, hey, we can all tell the story in a certain way. Any one of us could have done this. Tell the story in a different way. And none of us did this. Mm. Once again, that's not how murder works. <laughs> Somebody either did it or they didn't. Somebody killed him. And she doesn't think it's a neek. Well, and she even mentions that, like, Danner doesn't think it's a neek. Like, and, and right. I think you know, like, listen to your gut. You know it's not a neek as well. Give him the chance to prove his innocence. Which I would argue he kind of did. Like, he told his whole story. Right. But, I mean, now that we know that Anik has seemingly listened into every other interview that she's done, Anik probably has some uh, thoughts. But I guess we also had Anik try to prove his innocence with the note, and Danner immediately shot that down. Right. So I feel like he's tried. I think the issue is it's tough to not think someone with face tattoos isn't the murderer because don't you get like for each person you murder you get a kitty cat ear over <laughs> yeah. your eye isn't yeah. that a common gang thing mm-hmm. so yep I'm assuming that probably means Anik is I mean to get diarrhea on your neck oh, that's boy. like twelve murders oh, right oh man yeah. I don't know how many letters there are in diarrhea because I don't know how to spell it but. <laughs> Culp relieves Danner of her duty per the captain. Yeah. He's like, you're done here. This is my investigation. The mayor wants your badge and your gun. <laughs> I appreciate Danner's response. Like, there goes his memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. That was a great line. Uh, I still think Culp steals that safari hat on his way out. I think it, yeah. He got that line. He crushed it. All right. So in the end, we have no idea who's done it. Is that is that where you're at? I'm not- I Give me your top three. You don't have to justify them. Just give me your top three. Gut, gumshoe reaction, gumshoe Tom, go. Jasper is still my number one. Zoe is my number two. And I think Jen two, just because of her disappearance and all that stuff, I think she's my wild card. Okay. Uh, I agree with Zoe. I agree with Jasper. I agree with Jen two. Okay. I also think it could possibly be Anik. I know it might be Jen one. <sighs> I think it could be Danner. It could okay. be Culp. Okay. Um, it could be Walt. Definitely, probably Walt. Yep. Uh, the person I don't think it is is Ned. Sweet, sweet Ned. Okay. So it's every. It could be anybody, but not Ned. In fact, I think everyone killed him together, like kind of a um, Midnight on the Orient Express type situation. Okay. And then they're all going to blame it on Ned. Sweet, sweet Ned. Hmm. Just because he's a prankster. Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Anyways, I'm confused. I didn't like cartoons, but I enjoyed talking about this episode with you. Mm -hmm. I had more fun talking about it than I did watching it, (laughs) which is fine. So did you see the next episode is apparently Danner? So... I have tried to avoid all, like, spoilers and news about this show. Because we're too behind still. Obviously, like, Google knows my... Thing. yeah google knows <laughs> you're running a podcast about the after party right. and searching it constantly and so like a headline popped up about like a dark procedural like cop procedural having to do with danner uh, and then, that's that, fun that picture okay. and i was like okay and i like i had to quickly yeah you know close my browser for several reasons <laughs> um but one of them was the news and so i know that's what's coming 
but I don't know what it's about. But I am very interested. No, and I think that's fine. Like, yeah, I've been the same thing. Like, anytime any kind of, like, uh, headline starts in an article, I just try to move past. But, uh, like, uh, saying what kind of mind movie it is, especially for, like, Danner and it being a procedural, I don't think that necessarily ruins too much. And, does, and, and it makes sense for her as a detective and could be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, I have... I would say this was my beard episode. Mm. Like, I've enjoyed all of them. This one I was kind of out on. But it also might have been just because of the mood I was in when I watched it. I I mean, I, I mean I'm with you. I think there was just, there's too much kind of thrown at it. And whenever you kind of do the cartoon, like, it just takes, it, it takes a lot of, I think, some of, like, the drama and stuff out of it. Because it just makes it a little bit too farcical. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It definitely wasn't wasn't my favorite as well. And I don't know if they did a whole lot to move a lot of plot in this one. And maybe we'll go back when we find out who the murderer is. and like, oh, the Zoe episode was the one that really right. cracked the case. But I don't know if there was much. To your point there, here's our homework for you listeners is there is a ton of stuff that happens in the background of this episode. We commented on a couple of them. I guarantee we missed like dozens, yeah. if not a baker's dozen. <laughs> um message us tell us what you saw we'll talk about it at the uh at the next one those are the ones that are worth mentioning um if it's the one we talked about then we'll just ignore you <laughs> but you can reach us at uh team binge podcast at gmail.com find us on instagram twitter facebook at team binge and if you are so inclined throw us a uh review on one of your podcast apps apple stitcher whatever you listen to we'd appreciate sure. it we also have a website that you can contact us through what's that website called tom that website is www.teambinge.com. I can't believe people are still listening to you spell out <laughs> They're a not. website. The second we start doing this stuff, people click off. It's on the World Wide Web. What all we right. need to do is do something really fun and exciting. Like, let's tell, all really, tell me a really hilarious joke right now. And the people that like cut off earlier are going to be like, oh man, I missed that total cool joke that Julian said. All right, yeah, I'll tell you a joke. I've been Julian. <laughs> and I've been Gumshoe Tom. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye.